This episode is brought to you by the generosity of our listeners. Make 2019 your year of living courageously. Armin and I talk about that on this episode. Put your faith to work. This is the Bold Idea Podcast with ideas, interviews, and inspiration to bring your bold ideas to life. Here are your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Asadi. Welcome to the Bold Idea Podcast. This is your co-host, Larry Gates. Along with Armin Asadi. And we're looking forward to another great show. That's right. We have a phenomenal guest today. <laughs> he is the cat's pajamas, the greatest of all. Right. And, uh, and I'm talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're interviewing Larry, people. It's going down. Well, this is an episode where we want to just say, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas. And we know if you're like most people... You're thinking about what to do in your new year, or maybe you already have some great ideas for your new year. Well, we have ideas. I don't know about the great part. Yeah, how about you, Army? <laughs> do you have some great ideas for your new year? I have all sorts of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about them. None of them actually happen. So. <laughs> oh, is that right? All right. <laughs> you know me. I'll just act like I'm uh, going to actually achieve all of them, make a list of 20 things to do, and I won't do one, go back to the same routines I always go into. Yeah, well, that is very common. And I tell you, there have been more years uh, than I can want to really admit where I've come into the year with a lot of enthusiasm and somewhere around... January, January. 4th. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little... I get a little disenthusiastic yeah. yeah, yeah. you know there's not really a word for that but just to say you know I feel already stuck Yeah. and when you look at um, at the end of the year when you go back and look oh yeah I had 24 goals you know and um, I'm not even sure I did three of them yeah, I'm pretty sure I made negative progress on the other <laughs> yeah. things I was already doing well <laughs> and of course you know we can talk a lot about goal setting and what we want to talk about today really is how can we live 2019 more courageously and that, and, and that is not just about setting goals but what you do when you set those goals or how you might set those goals. Mm. Because I think one of the things that I see often in goal setting is that we just rush right into setting a goal and we don't really think about how our experiences shape the goals we're allowing ourselves to try to pursue. It requires too much thought. We just like pretty goals because it makes us feel good until we try to execute and fail miserably. Yeah, we, we do. And I think uh, a lot of us like to have goals that uh, maybe we have had a hard time making in the past, you know, and we kind of put them back on the list again. I know that's certainly true for me. I have had a habit of having the same goal every, <laughs> crop year. every year for the, last, <laughs> for the last 20 years. So, you know, how do we address some of those things as we go forward? So this is the episode where we want to talk about that. We want to just ha sit back, relax. You know, you're already in the holiday spirit and perhaps getting excited about the new year that's coming. And uh, we know if you're listening to this show that you're listening to it because you want to be inspired by God to live out a bold idea in your life. And maybe if you're like me, it's one thing to talk about living out an idea. It's another thing to think about a bold idea. Right. And here's the here's the postulation. In fact, Armin and I talked about this with a group that we just led through a bold idea journey experience uh, over the last 10 weeks. And one of the things that came out was, I think there's a, a perception that when you think about a bold idea, you're thinking about something that is really dramatic. Big, big, huge, huge revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the whole that whole notion can be rather intimidating. You know, you just like you said earlier, you know, I don't know if they're bold. I don't know if they're uh, crazy, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an idea. It yeah. might not be a good one. Yeah. And I think the, what we want to draw attention to, and particularly in this episode, 
is that a bold idea becomes bold because it causes you to do something you wouldn't naturally do. Mm. It's the thing that, that's going to stretch you and take you outside your comfort zone. It doesn't need to change the world. It doesn't need to be considered by other people as being this huge thing. Mm. And I think that somehow takes a little bit of the weight off of it and a little bit of the stress out of the word bold idea. Yeah. Because all along... All we are looking to do is inspire you to step outside your comfort zone and trust God and just in whatever way you can in a way that you've not normally done before because he's going to come through. Yeah. And any act of faith on our part to trust God in a deeper, richer way is growth. You know, and we don't need to have this, you know, we don't need to have a Mars shot. You know, we don't need to be another Elon Musk right. or a Steve Jobs or anybody else you might consider that are bold and brave and have all these, you know, great, grandiose things to do with their life. Right. Sometimes a bold idea is just dealing with a situation that you've been avoiding mm-hmm. and, uh, and trusting God for the outcome of that. Yeah, I'll give one prime example. One of my favorite goals that I watched, one of my friends who's an extreme introvert and has a lot of social anxiety, he made a goal that I thought, come on, really? Is that, is that, that's a real goal for the new year? And it really was. And his goal was, I'm going to meet a new person intentionally once a month and spend at least one hour with him great or her yeah and i just thought come on that's that's lame you should be doing that anyway yeah I mean, right you're a businessman you need to be networking and once he explained how difficult it that, was that for is him, for him yeah like it requires anti-anxiety medicine dang near for him to go do that right and uh just i mean that that, that was a very very bold move for him i thought whatever that's yeah you do that every day yeah and so getting that kind of perspective from him and watching him once a month meet with someone and he legitimately saw it all the way through to the end that was that was a huge shift for him seemed nothing for me but man talk about bold yeah well and and you know who are we to judge what's bold for someone else so this is something that you need to judge for yourself. And really, the way I think we move into a bold idea and the way we can live courageously is not being concerned about what other people think about what it is that we're pursuing, but really being concerned about, are we trusting God? Are we leaning into what he can do for us? And are we really turning our attention to say, you know, what is what are ways in which I can trust God and step outside my comfort zone for a little bit? Right. So here's what I want to talk about today. Bring it. So we got this idea of goal setting, and here's my postulation, or here's my supposition. Supposition, thank you. (laughs) I've never helped you with any words, so this is a great day for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here we go. When we set goals, and it occurred to me in many years, I, as you know from doing the Reinventuring podcast with me, that you know I make an annual retreat to go out and look at, and you do the same. We go uh, out and look at, pretend to. Okay, <laughs> no, I know to. you do the same. <laughs> we go out and and spend some time and really think strategically about what you want to do in the in the next year. And maybe many of our listeners do the same thing. But it occurred to me one year when I was doing this that I may be setting goals that are consistent with areas that I want to avoid. Hmm. In other words, I'm not really thinking about goals in the sense of the things that would really challenge me. I'm thinking about more like goals that would be, yeah, they might stretch me a little bit, but they're relatively within my grasp. Okay, give examples. 
let me talk about the framework first that and I think you'll okay. find the examples uh, from that because I think when we unpack where that constraints are you know and all of us have constraints about how we think but we may not be aware of what they are mm. and so these are kind of the three hidden constraints that I discovered for myself and they're very time based so the first one is this we will constrain the way we think about our goals based on the failures we've had in the past mm. yeah Right. So, yeah, exactly. So if, if I failed in something in the past, I'm less likely to either choose that as a goal or to be ambitious about how I choose that as a goal because my past informs my thinking about how I can embrace it. And, you know, it isn't necessarily true that past behavior indicates future results. There could be a lot of factors in why we might've failed at something we tried before, but I find the, the fear of failure or the threat of failure as being one of the things that really keeps us from navigating a, a, a goal going forward. Sure. And the second constraint that I think we sometimes unconsciously make is that we constrain the way we think about goals based on the amount of fatigue that we're currently carrying. Right. If you're really busy and feeling overwhelmed, you're going to think differently about the goals that you might create for yourself. Yeah, you'll minimize them at, at best. At best, or not do them at all. Right. Yeah. And so what ends up happening, of course, that makes sense because, you know, you're already tired and you're sitting there thinking, you know, how, how can I think about doing something that's really going to take me outside my comfort zone when I'm presently not able to complete the stuff that's in front of me? Right. And I feel like I'm already outside my comfort zone. Maybe my current workload is already giving me that sense that I'm already there. And so that's, a, that's kind of a second threat that we feel. That's sure. what it's our present fatigue that we are experiencing. And the third that we may not be aware of is just the fear of the goal itself. And we talk a lot about fears of goals, but, you know, for instance, you know, setting out to write a book. Well, what if people don't like what I say? What if I get rejected? What if I get criticized? You know, all kinds of things that might keep us actually from doing something. In fact, there was a famous writer who once wrote, call procrastination what it is, fear, you know. Mm. Because procrastination is a form of fear, and it's one of the things that we do. Now, as I was thinking about these things, it occurred to me that they're, they're almost like three islands. You know, if you can imagine taking a, a journey somewhere, and as you're navigating, you, you, you suddenly see three islands in your, in your midst, and they look fairly ominous. And so you chart a course to go around them. And the first one, of course, is the, the island of failure. You don't want to land on the shoals of this island because your your boat will break. I mean, yeah. that's where you're going to, you're not going any further than the island of failure. And so this past that you've had, you just don't want to visit it again, mm. you know? And, yeah. and, and perhaps you can navigate around that island of failure. And then you get to the island of fatigue, which you're like, man, I can't go any further. And I don't want to land on that island either. Right. But looming in the distance, the biggest one is the island of fear. Mm. And fear is one of those interesting things because- I could tell you, Armin, about my failures. That wouldn't necessarily register anything for you except maybe, you know, compassion or whatever for the experiences I've had. Sure. But because I failed at something doesn't necessarily mean you have. Right. Right. You, you wouldn't have failed at the same thing I did. Right. Uh, same with fatigue. I might be really fatigued, but you may not be. But if I start talking about my fears, hmm. that becomes infectious. Oh, yeah. As soon as I start, I mean, fear is one of those things that, you know, it spreads like... Everyone can relate to. Everybody relates to it. And you also start then questioning yourself when you start hearing somebody really articulate their fear about something. You start to see... Put words to your fear. Yeah, exactly right. And so then it starts to magnify it and it becomes this huge island that you can't feel like you can get around. Yeah. 
And what I think happens sometimes is that we don't spend enough time actually thinking and reflecting on how those three things affect us. Hmm. Failure from the past, fatigue from the present, and fear of the future. Hmm. And when we don't dwell on those things and, and saturate ourselves into thinking about how those things affect us, what we're going to do is we're going to create short-sighted goals. We're going to create manageable goals. We're going to create goals that don't, if you will, visit those islands. They, they, right. and, and when you do, when you spend some time with it, you understand, okay, that failure was what it was, and God's redeemed me from any contribution that I've had from that, and I can accept that forgiveness. And when you, when you recognize that fatigue is perhaps just a mismanagement of time or expectations, and maybe your ego's getting in the way there or whatever that is, mm. and when you realize that fear is just not really trusting that God is present and you come back to recognizing some of those things in your life, now you're starting to deal with some stuff where you, once you put those things aside, now you can get to some really good goals. Yeah. When I hear you say that, I I think those are the three main lenses I actually do look through when I'm setting my goals. Mm, That's great. And And I catch myself saying a term that I have learned to despise, but I won't stop using it, I don't think anytime soon which is I just need to be a little bit more realistic, Mm -hmm. right? And um, there's a very logical mindset I'm using in that. But going back to the mindset topic, right? It's a very much a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And uh, my realistic goals just means these are the goals I know I can hit and that doesn't require me to actually stretch myself. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And and this is, you know, what you're talking about really camps on the area of fatigue because when we talk about accomplishing something, it's it's a measure of how much priority can we put to something given all of our other responsibilities? Yeah. And I think that oftentimes we shortchange ourselves because we create these smaller goals that we think we can fit into what our current structure is. Yeah. Rather than saying, what I think God is calling me to is actually something much more ambitious. At least for me, it's ambitious and, you know, keeping account of what we talked about earlier. Yeah. But for me, it's ambitious. And because it's ambitious for me, I can't fit it into my current structure. Hmm. And if I choose that goal, what that means is if I embrace that goal, that means I have to change my current structure. It means I have to stop doing some of the things I'm doing. I'm going to have to rearrange my priorities because that is more worthwhile Hmm. than what I'm pursuing. Yeah. And I like what Robert Brandt said. He said, the, the biggest obstacle to your goal is a clear path to a lesser goal. <sighs> and I think that's what we do. We, we, yeah. we take clear paths to lesser goals. Yeah. Instead of saying, uh, look. That's a brutal quote. Yeah, isn't it great? So true, I mean, though. Yeah, it is true. And I think most of our lives can be defined by taking clear paths to lesser goals, which, you know, if you think about it, it's really the path of least resistance. Yeah. We look for that. And I think when we set our goals... I think the island of failure, the island of fatigue, the island of fear Mm. are all part of this taking a clear path to a lesser goal. It's all part of this path of least resistance that we often flow to. So the encouragement here is you're listening to this and as you're thinking about your goals for this coming year, don't take the path of least resistance. Step back and ask God to truly give you a bold idea, one that would cause you to have to change your structure, to have to cause you to think about the failures in your life that might be keeping you from claiming that goal, Mm. the fatigue that you have that's keeping you from feeling energy about it and knowing that you need to make priority changes and make those structural changes to accomplish something. And most of all, the fear that you might have that's keeping you from really seeing and experiencing God's presence in your life because we don't want to live as faithless people. This is the Bold Idea Podcast. Well, I mean, let's take a moment and 
give thanks where thanks are due. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody that's out there supporting this podcast so that it can exist. Thank you because it would not exist without you. Oh, that is so true because this is a nonprofit endeavor. We don't make any income from it. Very nonprofit. <laughs> In fact, we we uh, provide support to it. So we're so appreciative of your joining with us through your tax deductible contribution to make this show possible. And if you do want to support and keep this bad boy going, then just go to boldideapodcast.com forward slash donate. Okay, so I fully agree with your three islands. But moving forward, what is one thing that we can do to get started with what you're advising? Right. So here's what I think could be a way for somebody to get started. And we'll make this available on the show notes as well. Okay. First of all, you need to become aware of what's on those islands. In other words, you need to just purposely say, I'm going to visit the island. Okay. And, and, and take some time to do that. But you're saying beyond knowing that that's fear, failure, and fatigue. Exactly. You need to de- define what that means for you. So what, what is fatiguing you? What is scaring you? Correct. All that. Okay. Yeah. So for instance, on the island of failure, when I look at that, I might write down things like, I've tried this goal before and it didn't work. Sure. If I write that down. That's my sense of failure about it. Or I never get the support that I need to. You know, all those statements that you might make that might feel like failure to do right. to you, I don't have any credibility. You right. know, that's a failure. That that statement, those those things that resonate in your mind, oh, that yeah, echo all in your mind. Actually said, yeah. yeah, all that inner dialogue, you can usually put in one of those three islands, right? Mm-hmm. People will criticize me if I don't succeed. That's a fear, right? I'm overwhelmed by all the changes I need to do right now. That's a fatigue, you yeah. know? So you can take all that internal dialogue you have and you can organize them into the three islands and name them for what they are. Hmm. They're fear, failure, and fatigue. So the first thing to do is just become aware of that internal dialogue you have. So as you're starting to create your goals, you're automatically going to have that internal dialogue going. Hmm. You start to push a goal out there and, and, and make it a little bit more outside your comfort zone. Yeah. That's when the voices start to speak loudly. Wow. Then identify that voice, put it in one of those three islands, Yeah. right? Then once you've done that, map it out, a column for each island. What will happen if you're like me, you'll start to identify some themes that will occur. You'll start to see that there's some common threats that go through all of them. Like um, you might say, there's some past failure I have and that's been consistent. And then you can map some truth to that. Instead of saying, I'm always gonna fail, you can say, hey, I can forget what lies behind and I can strain forward to what lies ahead. That's what Paul wrote. And Hmm. that is a truth that I can apply every time that voice comes up and says, hey, you know, you've tried this before and it's never worked. I can say, hey, I'm forgetting what lies behind. I'm straining forward to what lies ahead. And that Hmm. becomes the way you rebuke the power of that island and you put your trust back in God. I love it. And it really is transforming your thinking. It's a renewing your thinking, capturing some truth based on the voices that are telling you otherwise. Yeah, this reminds me of something one of my military buddies says. He says, all the dreams, goals, and aspirations you have are kind of like having a uh, squad of people going to war with you. And there's a sniper out in the background taking one of your dreams out at a time. But until you identify where that sniper is, your dreams aren't going to stop dying. So take some time identify where the sniper is so you can stop having your uh, 
your team killed one by one. And that's basically what you're saying. Exactly right. aware of the fears, the fatigues, and the failures that are killing your dreams one by one so that you can know what the target is and where your enemy is. Exactly right. And the Apostle Paul said, take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Come on. And so now what we're doing was we're saying the thinking that you have when you set your goals, the voices that start screaming at you are usually in one of those three islands. Organize it. And then take a look and see what is a common theme across that and use scripture to counteract it because that's our most powerful weapon. Boom. There you go. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you found something that can encourage you. And we'd really love to hear what your thoughts are about what we've just talked about and how that might shape the way in which you are pursuing your bold ideas. We'd love to hear what some of your ideas are for 2019 for yourself. And if there's any way we can encourage you please let us know. Leave a comment on our show line at 612-568-IDEA, 612-4332, or drop us a note on our show page at boldideapodcast.com slash 84. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Until 2019, this is Larry Gates. And Armin Asadi saying, be bold, be strong, trust God. You've been listening to the Bold Idea Podcast. To get our show notes sent to your inbox, visit boldideapodcast.com.